Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey guys, and welcome to the happy hour. I am Jamie, your host, and this is the happy half hour where I invite a girlfriend who's been on the show previously. I tell her to come back and join me for a half hour, but we just go through questions. And so it's a little bit different, but it's just a 30 minute pick you up, pick you up and pick me up to get you through the weekend. So I'm glad you're here today. Bailey Hurd is back. Hi, Bailey. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for having me back. I am so glad that you're back. You were guest number 53. Yes. Which now we're over a hundred now. That's amazing. That's it's, so congratulations. Thank you. It's just crazy. Um, but before we get into our questions, I want to tell everyone about a sponsor for the Happy Half Hour, and that is Prep Dish. And Prep Dish is amazing, and it is a monthly subscription for meal planning. And so they have gluten free options, paleo options, and it's a monthly subscription. So every week. Allison, the chef, is going to send you an email, and it's going to have a grocery shopping list and then instructions on how to prep your meals. So you just take your list off to the grocery store, check everything off, come home, spend a couple hours prepping it, and then, Bailey, you have meals ready for the entire week. That's incredible. I actually just wrote that down. (laughs) As you were saying it, I wrote it down. Because it's awesome. And so prepdish.com and then backslash happy hour, and you can. she's going to give you uh, your first month for $4. And so it's amazing. It's like a dollar a week, which is crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. Yes. But it is, for me, I don't know about you. How old is um, Ellie, your daughter? Yes, yeah, she's five. So are you going to kindergarten this year? Yes, we okay. are. So let me tell you, this is going to be new for you, but all of us mamas that have had kids in school, we know that when kids are in school, is if you're a work-from-home mom or stay-at-home mom, you think, oh, I'm going to have all the time in the world. Oh, you're not. No, mm-hmm. you're not. It, it goes away from you. And then you next next thing you know, literally your kids are walking in the door and they're like, what's for dinner? Oh, my gosh. Um, and so prep dish is one of those things that is really helpful because for me, too, like my kids are doing sports and it's crazy. And so it's great to be able to have that stuff already ready. Love that. Prepdish.com. Okay, Bailey, the last Yay. we chatted was in September of last year. <gasps> what's new with you? Wow. Well, okay. So uh, the Ellie Project had just come out and that was Uh the book that my husband wrote for our daughter with character lessons. Uh, He wrote and illustrated this really special book and I was determined to get it published. And so it had just come out. I think it had only been out a couple of months um, when we talked and it's been so exciting. I've traveled the, the country and been able to share our story. I took our story and created a message out of it by using the Ellie Project. And I took three lessons from the book and and I share them and my family story. And just the response from the book, Jamie, has been incredible. Like the lives that it's touched, families have used it as like a devotional. Mm. Um, I just couldn't have ever imagined, and I don't think Andrew would have either, like how many lives like he was able to touch through, you know, his words of wisdom. And so daily, even today, I got a message on Facebook of somebody who shared the book with somebody else and they, you know, really touched their family. So it's just really fulfilling, you know, for me to be able to do that. So that's been the majority of what I've been up to. I love that so much. And if, for those of you that are like, I want to hear more, go back and listen to number 53 because we go through all of this and 
Um, you tell the story about your husband's cancer and him passing away in this book. And so we won't dive into that here, but go listen to um, number 53. Um, I hear a lot of people still say um, how much they loved your podcast episode. So I remember it was such a joy to chat with you. And so, yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations on the success of the book. And I think it's also, I talk a lot about like, what does success mean? Um, and I think it's different for everybody, every project, everything. And I would guess that the success for you has been what is touching people's lives. And so it's yeah. doing that. And congratulations. Thanks, Jamie. Awesome. Okay. So the happy half hour is a little bit different where I'm just going to ask you some questions and you're going to give me some answers and it's okay. a lot of fun. So Great. let's start with the first one. What is something that you have been reading or watching that you cannot stop recommending to other people? I am loving Gretchen Rubin's book, Better Than Before. Okay. I've listened to it like four times. I'm not even kidding. It just stayed on repeat in my car this whole summer. And basically, it's just about habit formation. And I realized like being a single mom and trying to, you know, run a business and be a mom and do it all. um, I just realized I needed some systems in my life, some habits that I need to create more habits to create more freedom for the things that I love. And this book is so great because she, she does it based on your personality, knowing that we're all different personality types and what might work for me might not work for you, Jamie. And so Mm -hmm. she kind of, you know, breaks it down into what your personality type might be. And then, you know, gives some ideas and suggestions of how to, um, how to create habits around our personalities. And it's just really transformed my life. I mean, in little ways, just like making my bed every day, which seems simple, but it's, um, just little things like that, little adjustments. She says progress, not perfection. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, we're looking for uh, not perfect, but just better than before. And so I'm just really enjoying diving into this book and actually not just reading it, but applying it to my life. Okay. That sounds really good. And when you said about making your bed, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, on the regular, my bed is not made today. Okay. But mm-hmm. the summer, it seems like nothing counts in the summer. I agree. That's my motto is the summer doesn't count three months. Nothing counts. Mm -hmm. But for me, I, that is one thing that is important to me as a mom who works from home is that if my bed is made, yes. And I don't even work in my bedroom, but if my bed is made, I feel as though other things in life are not going to be so frustrating to me that day at home. If that makes sense. No, it makes complete sense. I can look around and be like, Oh, the bed's made. It seems like it brings a little bit of peace to the chaos. It does. Exactly. And that's what I'm looking for is simplicity. I crave simplicity. And ever since Andrew passed away, I've been trying to, you know, create more simple systems Uh in my life, you know, just so that I can function. Because to me, like I want to do everything like extraordinary. I don't want to just live an ordinary or mediocre life. Like I want an extraordinary life. And so that's why this, this book has just been such a game changer for me because I feel like in these habits by, by applying these habits, they're slowly but surely like changing my life. Okay. Love it. Anything you're watching these days? Um, you know, I was going to say too, along to go with that resource is, um, my mom told me, I guess, Super Soul Sunday, Oprah's Super Soul Sunday, mm-hmm. she, Gretchen Rubin was on there. And she was talking about her first book, The Happiness Project. But um, but she also talks about this book, too. And so I've been watching that over and over. I really enjoyed it. Okay. That's where I've heard the name was The Happiness Project. Which yes. I haven't read it, but I've heard a lot about it's it. It's really good. I recommend that one, too. Okay. Bailey, single mom. Yes. Uh, working mom. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that you do, how do you recharge? You know, for me... Um, Sometimes I'll just get in my car and listen to a book on tape like that for me is a little piece of heaven. Um, So that's one thing. I go to Barnes and Nobles. I like to browse books, see what's Mm -hmm. new. Um, That's inspiring to me to recharge. Like 
for me, I guess recharge also means like getting inspired. Yeah. And so, um, that does it. And then I was determined to like get into yoga, but I really struggled with it because I'm a go, go, goer uh-huh. and yoga is, you know, kind of more slow pace. And so I really struggled with finding a class that I liked. Um, but there is this one style of yoga called yin yoga, which is more stretching. Okay. And it's the one place that I go, Jamie, and I can shut off my mind. Like <sighs> it just shuts down, you know? And I feel like I got like an hour nap in that amount of time. That's the um, best. Because, yeah, it's the best. So I come out recharged and ready to go. So I do that once a week. Okay, that sounds amazing. I just like when you just said, I shut my mind off because I feel like that's hard to do sometimes. And so I'm glad you found that. I One of my girlfriends, Jen, teaches yoga and she's always inviting me to her classes, always. Um, but I took yoga one time and walked out. Okay, yeah, I feel you on that. Because I, just, I was like, I don't, I'm not sweating and I feel like I need to go run. Like yeah. I just, I didn't do for me, but... I tell her that all the time and she's like, well, you haven't been to my classes because you would sweat. So, right. And it's peace of mind. I actually don't go to sweat. I'll do cycle and I'll work out at home, do my dance cardio DVDs at home. But I will, I literally do that, Jamie, for what you said, the peace of mind, like the the rest, like for, for the one place to shut my brain off. And sometimes I'll bring a little notebook and, um, and I kind of use it as that time because it's like my left brain shuts off and my creative my right creative side kind of gets going a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so some inspirational ideas will come up and I'll just write them down. But it just feels like a nap when I get out of it. It's amazing. Oh, that sounds that sounds actually very dreamy. Okay, uh, let's go the opposite of napping and dreamy. What kind of technology would you say? What's a piece of technology that you just can't live without? Okay, it's so simple, but it's my the calendar on my iPhone. Yeah, I mean, I know we're we're talking, you know, the basics here, people. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, I, and I should probably write it down elsewhere to be honest. Cause if that goes down, like, you know, it's, um, I'm not going to know what to do with myself, but I, I put everything immediately. Like that's my, that's what I do is if I, you know, make plans, it goes immediately into the calendar on my iPhone. The best. And do you have that synced with your calendar on your computer? Oh, I need to do that. Oh, you should do that. Yeah. Okay. That, that's my advice to you. Okay, great. I'm on it. Yep. And we, I love the calendar on my phone as well. And Aaron and I share a calendar. And then, so I have like, we have like a family calendar. I have my own calendar. Aaron has his own calendar. And then there's like a, his band calendar. So I see everything. Love it. It's the best. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Hey Bailey, what's a dream you had for yourself when you were younger that never came true? Okay. So we were talking about this before the show started, but, um, I want to be an Olympic gymnast. Oh, of course. Who didn't? That's right. And like the Magnificent Seven, uh-huh. um, amazing, changed my life. I cut my hair like Amanda Borden and I got made fun of because I don't know if you remember which one she was. She she had like the chili bowl cut. Okay. And I went for it. <laughs> of course she did. Of course she did. I, cut, I mean, I wanted to be her, you know? So, um, so yeah, I remember signing my name, hysterical Jamie, like in junior high, I'd sign my name. Like I had my signature down, like my autograph, excuse me, my autograph. And I had the Olympic rings in 2004 Olympics. Like oh I would, <laughs> I mean, so did you, were you a gymnast? I was a gymnast. Yeah. I, I was, um, a competitive gymnast. So, so this was not a dream that could have been completely unreal. I mean, like if I wanted to be a gymnast in the Olympics, that's like completely unrealistic. Cause I never did a day of gymnastics in my life, but you actually did it. I did do it. And you know, it was so cool. My coach was the coach at Texas Women's University in, um, in Denton, Texas, and he was the coach there. But, um, 
anyway, he, I told him my dream. Like I went to him. I'm sure it was after the 96 Olympics. Uh-huh. I was so jazzed. And I was like, I think this is what I want to do. Like, so I was training four hours a day, five days a week, you know, Jeez. and I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. And, um, and I was about to go like towards the elite levels. Like, I think I was in level eight at the time. And I thought, okay, this is what I want to do. And, um, I told him and he wrote me a 12, typed me a 12 page letter about what it would take for me to do this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was for me, it was the realization. Like, I love that he was so committed to being like, Hey, I'm here to help you if this is what you really want to do. Um, but I think it was also the realization, Oh my gosh, like this is going to take beyond what I ever thought. No joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's no joke. And I think that's when I realized, okay, maybe I don't want this as bad as I thought that I did because I realized I wasn't willing to put in what he said was required to make that happen. So much. I mean, I look at these athletes and I just think you're, you're a, you have put so much of your life towards this. Right. I mean, it's amazing. Have you seen the movie Gabby? No, I've wanted to. I bet you could watch it with Ellie. Like I'm trying to think, I mean, my eight year old, we watched it together. It's on the family section of Netflix. Awesome. Um, and I didn't know this, but I'm sure this is very common is that she actually moved in with another family to mm-hmm. train. Right. Wherever the training center was. I mean, wow. it is no joke. That's commitment. Yeah. I know a lot of the ones, um, I live by World Olympic Gymnastics. So Nastia Lukin like came from there. So um, anyway, but they home, like a lot of them homeschool yeah. like, at the gym. Because they're just working out all day. Right. Aaron yeah. and I were talking about this the other day with like the difference in our kids. And um, we have one particular child that just has a lot of drive. Like it just comes from him. It's not mm-hmm. something that we have. Because, I mean, we parented all of our kids the same. But this one child of ours, he just has this, like, drive and go get her, go get them. And I think that's just a character quality that you just either have or you don't. And I, I would agree. guess that every Olympic athlete has that. Yeah, I think so. I think they have a lot of drive. You're right. Yeah. Did you happen to see the French guy break his leg? No. Is this you, in gymnastics? Mm-hmm, yeah. What's the thing where you run... The and then the you, vault. you put your hands on the thing and do flips and land on your feet. Yeah, that's the vault. Okay, okay, the vault. So he's doing the vault, lands, and Bailey. No. I'm not going to go into it because people are going to vomit while they're driving. But let's just gosh. say the leg did not look like it was supposed to look. Oh my gosh! So it showed everything. Yeah. Does that gross you out? I mean, like, I'll text it to you when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I was trying to get at. Like, I I've watched it like seven times. I okay. I can't stop. Um, yeah. but I even mentioned it in front of our friends that were over last night and the guy was like, don't even talk about it. I'll just throw up. So we'll, uh, we'll stop talking about it. Cause some people are like, I can't do this. Okay. So you want to be a gymnastics. I think that's amazing. I did. Hey, and my aunt told me recently, I I've recorded it, but I haven't watched yet any of the Olympics recently, but she said there was a 41 year old gymnast. She thought it was in Germany. That is inspiring. I've heard that. That is inspiring. So I can't wait to see that. I did also hear there was like a 51 year old swimmer. What? From another country as well. Yeah, it just goes to show, you know, we're the ones who limit ourselves. You can just like go for it. And then, okay, so you didn't see the opening ceremonies, did you? No, recorded it. There is a team of refugees. What? I know. We'll put a link in case anyone saw it. And and there's an article about it. But yeah, a team of refugees. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It was just so, I just was bawling. Oh, I'm sure. So good. So good. Okay. Hey, when you think of some of your friends that are like just so valuable in your life and best friends, what are some characteristics that make them so valuable to you? I would say nurturing, Mm. compassionate, and empathetic, 
and then commitment, like committed to our friendship. Yeah. Have you, do you have some friends that have been with you through all of the hard trials that you went yes, through the past couple of years? I have, you know, it's funny. The ones I, I was very limited, like in, in my wedding, like only had a couple of bridesmaids and those have been the girls who have been with me plus a couple extra, um, mm-hmm. that have been with me like th- through all of this. Mm. Yeah. And so it's made my, my friendships even sweeter. It's made me even more grateful for my girlfriends mm-hmm. because I've realized that our friendships can outlast our marriages, mm. and our spouses, you yeah. know? And yeah. so that's, um, been an eye opener. That's really, really cool. Hey, what's the best advice you've ever received? Okay. So be from my mom. There's two things I can think of. The first one is 90% of what you worry about never happens. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to write that on our walls, right? I know. Isn't it? it like is. Right it, when I wake up in the morning, I need to read that. Cause that's right. when my worries hit me. It literally, yep. as soon as I wake up. Same here, same here. And fear has always been something that has controlled me a lot of my life. I've just been more of a cautious, fearful person. So that one's always that advice has helped me take action mm-hmm. at times when I was hesitant. Mm-hmm. And then the other one would be don't compare your insides to someone else's outsides. And this was also my mom. Okay. Explain that to me. Okay. So a lot of the times I think it's easy to compare ourselves. Like we see where somebody else is in their life and mm-hmm. their career and their marriage. And we're comparing like how we're feeling inside to what we see Ooh, that's that good. other person yep. is. You know, and so it's not even a fair comparison because we have no idea internally what that person is going through. Exactly. Um, And so it's just a good reminder of like, well, hold up, you know, what's actually going on here and just to take a step back. Man, that's good because we only compare what we see. Exactly. Exactly. I think about that with like um, mom stuff. I mean, that's what what would Mm -hmm. come up with. I I think about that with with work life as well. But when I think about like we're about to start school, so um I think about like all the moms that like volunteer all the time or that seem like they're doing everything. I don't really know what's going on on the inside of their world. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's really good. Kudos to your mom. What's your mom's name? Linda. Linda McKissick. Linda. Thank you for that. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Bailey, what's one thing you do that is directly tied to your success? I would say vulnerability. Mm. Um, For me, like when I started writing, you know, I wrote, uh, I started my blog a little bit after, like before Andrew got sick. But once Andrew got sick, I mean, it really became, it was like my place to express myself. You know, it was as if I was writing in a journal in my room, which I had done all throughout my life. I written, you know, daily journal entries. And that's kind of how I came across when I started, you know, sharing our journey uh, with Andrew getting cancer. And I would say, you know, unbeknownst to me, because at the time, like there were very few people, you know, reading it, Mm -hmm. but that's just how I treated it was I was just going to be real and honest and vulnerable and authentic. And I would say that has, is what has built my, um, success in my business. I think that's great because I think that, um, that's what people want. I agree. And now now more than ever, I used to feel like I had to be this role model, like, like I had to do, especially as a Christian woman, you know, that I had all these like expectations that I had to meet, you Mm -hmm. know, in order for somebody to admire me or, you know, uh, to be an inspiration or whatever. And then when I realized that people resonated more with my, you know, with my struggles and Mm -hmm. my challenges and with being real that they could connect more, because that's what I was really looking for is I wanted connection. And once I started being vulnerable and sharing the, the good, the bad and the ugly, 
that's when I started experiencing a deeper connection with people. That's so good. And and it goes back to what your mom, Linda said about, Mm -hmm. because then you're actually helping people not compare to your outside. Exactly. You're saying, here's what's on the inside. And I think that is, gives people freedom as well to not even want to compare their life to, to what you look like on the outside when you say, Hey, here's really what's going on on the inside. Yeah, I agree. Really, really good. Okay. What's a pet peeve that you have? Okay. This is hard for me. I'm not like a super observant person with that. But um, I would say the classic chalkboard, you know, the scratching. Oh, I heard yes. it on, on a show the other day. You know what I mean? I hadn't heard it in years because there's not a lot of chalkboards right. around these days. Uh-huh. But, uh, but I heard the sound and it's just like my body responds. You know what I mean? When you hear that and it just, yeah, so that would be my, oh, I guess. And yeah. on that same lines, sometimes when we're eating dinner, my kids and their forks on the. Oh, that's it. See? Yes. That's what we hear more often. Yes, you're right. That's Look, what it I is. I just gave myself like my, my shoulders just went yep. tight and I just cringed. Mine too. And yep. my kids know that and they try to be just really funny and <laughs> sit next to me and do it on purpose. And I'm like, That's I will funny. punch you in the face is what's going to happen next because you're going to get punched in the face. <laughs> That's awesome. I've never punched one of them yet. So yep. um, hopefully they'll stop that. But yeah, those sounds like that are so gross. Yeah. Uh, uh. Okay. Hey, it's the end of summer. Uh, beginning of September school, all of these things. I feel like, like I said earlier, the summer doesn't count for anything and I can just barely get anything accomplished. What's something you're struggling with these days? You know, I would say it's the follow through. So I have been, like I told you earlier in the beginning of this, like I've been craving simplicity. So Mm -hmm. I'm not, it's not in my nature to be organized, but I crave organization because to me it it frees up my mind to focus on the things that are important to me and Mm -hmm. to create. And so like, I've been really diligent this summer about taking this time to like get organized for the year, you know, knowing like I would like to start my year with kind of a clean slate with things in in their place. But then what I realized is that was a challenge to get to that place, Mm -hmm. but I did. But then the bigger challenge has been keeping the systems in place, following through with the systems that I create because it's like a bomb goes off like an hour later. This is the story of my life. This is exactly one of my biggest uh, failures, not failures, let's not say that, biggest struggles. Right. Yeah. It's just following through with the systems you put in place. Yes, yes, yes. I'm like, what good is the system if I'm not following through on it? Right. And I will spend a lot of time creating a system. Same here. Same here. Like, I'll give you an example. I'm looking at, my office is a closet. Literally, it is a cedar closet that we transformed into an office, okay? Awesome. Because I don't know why we need a cedar closet here in Texas, but whatever. (laughs) It was in the house when we bought it. But I put up these clipboards on the wall, right? So they're hanging right in front of me. Right. And then I made this sheet, like I typed it out, and I was going to make a copy of it every week. And it says, to do, week up, and then I fill in the blank, and then it has the different things in my life. Book, blog, podcast, articles, happy hour events, right? Right. Here's my things. Uh, it's still on the week of May 22nd. <laughs> so my system yeah, is not story working. Of my life. <laughs> story of my life. <laughs> I feel you, girl. Girl. Yeah. But but of course now I'm like, if these kids would just go back to school, I could follow through with my systems. But exactly. clearly, well, maybe that's true because this was the end of May. And right. you know, nothing that's happens right. in the summer. <laughs> right. So okay. true. I'm making a goal and you're going to make a goal too. When Doing school it. starts, we're going to start following through. Yes. Amen. I'm on it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hey, I just got something that I wanted to tell you about, and this is not an advertisement or anything for the show. Have you heard of Power Sheets by Laura Casey? No. I heard of her a couple of years ago when I was at the Influence Network, and then I have some other friends. 
um, that talk about her, but it's these, um, it's this packet of sheets, sheets and by sheets, I mean paper, like paper okay. sheets that you can buy. And it has you like sit down and put out your goals. And then you do that every month and then you have weekly goals as well. And so sounds simple and I'm probably doing the worst job explaining it ever. Um, but I'll send you a link about that as well. Yeah, please do. I wrote, I wrote it down, but yes, please send yeah. me that. And I'll put I it love in the show that. notes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just, that would be helpful. Yeah. So, and so I got my package, I bought it. I sat down um, August 3rd to work on it, and it's now um, August 9th, and I haven't finished the intro. So I think I'm going to start September. Everything's September for me. Uh, September, here. September, September. So September, yep. Yes, yes, yes. That's so. great. Thank yeah. you, Jamie. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Bailey, thanks for coming on the Happy Half Hour. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. I really want everyone to go back and listen to your show um, because it was uh, such a great conversation about just um, you walking through cancer with your husband and then the loss to your family and you surviving and all of that. And you just had just a wealth of wisdom. So go back and listen to episode number 53. And there's information there about the LA project, which is the book that you were talking about. And, um, it's always a joy to have you on. Thank you. Same here. Okay, guys, I will see you all, um, next Wednesday. And I hope you heard the show this past week because it was with my friend, Melissa ice. And she is just just the sweetest thing ever. So anyhow, I will see you guys next week for the happy hour. Thanks. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.